Yeah, good morning, Dave, and welcome to the beautiful Mudgee area. Uh, yeah, the track look, does look sensational. I mean, we've like been living in Darwin recently. We've been getting 10 or 15 mils of rain each afternoon with a storm, so it's really kept the, the track looking beautiful. We just need a blue sky day today. The track will be on fire on... Um, on Sunday, so we're looking forward to a great meeting. I think the nominations look good. Uh, yesterday I had a quick look last night. They look good. Some local people got horses in the in the country championships. So, yeah, it should be a great day out. Uh, we've got some, you know, corporate areas booked with St George uh, sponsors and the Tigers sponsors and the CEOs of those clubs. Uh, we'll be here on Sunday enjoying our hospitality. So, looking forward to it. It's all about, well, I think 155 nominations for the meeting, which is really good. Uh, And uh, the particular qualifier or the particular regional final, I mean, you've got uh, a field of 14 with five emergencies. So there were 20 nominations there and a good handicap rating too. So, and we've seen in the past, horses, you know, in other heats may have a higher handicap rating and people might think, well, that's the stronger heat. But then have a look what happened last year. Yeah. Uh, we had a horse from even further out west Dubbo, yeah. come up and produce a, a great run on a wet track and, and, and blow them away at, at a huge price. So anything's possible. So uh, I think when, you, when you've got horses that are peaking at the right time, as a lot of these trainers will be, uh, anything can, can run through. I think that's the beauty of it is that, uh, you know, you might win the heat at Dubbo and you might win the heat at Tem- uh, Tamworth or here. Once you get down there, anything can happen on that day. And yeah. like, like last year, as you said, was a prime example of that with Sizzle Manizzle in the wet track at 30 to 1 or something, getting the cash and, you know, winning massive prize money. So it's it's everybody's target now. Everybody that's got a horse that hasn't had 20 starts, it's only had 15 or 16 starts, get them in ready for the prep and hopefully they, you know, go to their respective areas and qualify with their 1-2 or then go to the northern or the southern supercharge or repercharge or whatever they call that race for the last two spots. So, uh, yeah, it's a great concept. I mean, whoosh racing's never been stronger. The prize money's never been better. And, you know, we're lucky enough to have been hosting it for the last few years and hopefully we could continue that. And we, um, you know, with uh, Racing New South Wales, a cooperation and the NRL, we have the, ga- the footy game and the races on the same weekend, which makes it a, you know, worthwhile exercise if you live in, you know, the east coast of New South Wales or even... Out west, did you want to come to Mudgee for the weekend? Are we trying to extract as much money as we can out of all your tourists on each weekend? <laughs> we're, we're, we're chatting with Des Kennedy, the mayor, uh, here in, in Mudgee. Des, I'll put your owner's cap on first before we get to your mm-hmm. mayor cap. You've been involved with bush racing for a very long time. Long time. Uh, do you remember vaguely what you used to race for back in the day? Oh, I want to race in 1970 at Lightning Ridge with a horse called Iceni, I-C-E-N-I, trained by Johnny London, actually. So the grandfather... How much did you win? I think it was $680 or something like that. Yep. It, was, it was under 1000 bucks. like yep. first prize. It was East, like an Easter Saturday meeting. It was a big Lightning Ridge carnival that they have every year. So that's my introduction to racing. Now, now if you win a, a maiden at, on a you know Tuesday at Bathurst or... Or Dubbo or somewhere, you get you know sixteen and a half thousand dollars, and plus there's these other centres in centres with the Kosciuszko, the country championships, yep, and you know they have the showcase showcase meetings where the prize money's up again on the normal week. So Bob's and, and Bob, yeah, your Bob's bonuses. So you know, like I've got a bush horse uh, trained by Cameron. I, he's won one race at Kemmler, the rest in the bush, and he's won. $480,000, like yeah. Commando Hunt, like, and he's, you know, he's just a 
struggling bush horse, but so there's you can you can nearly uh, you can nearly make it pay now, Dave. Exactly, which, which really annoys my wife because she says <laughs> she says that's a, just ripping up hundred dollar notes. She says, but you can get something. Yeah, back. you can well, get something back now. You're, and and I, I guess where I'm going with this is you're a you know you're a savvy business bloke and and you know. Obviously, you have to get a quid back, especially in today's age. You're not, yep. you know, running solo. You've got a family. So, are you looking to invest more? You're looking to, now that with with the way it's going, you, 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 someone rang you up, but Cameron rang you up and said, "Look, I've got another horse here, Des. Yeah. I'll send you the paperwork." I you think you have no yeah. hesitation. I think you do now because you continuously get those phone calls, whether it's from from Whitby or Barb Joseph or Cameron or something. I just bought two at the sales. Would you like five or ten percent? Yeah, which makes it affordable. The syndication system and the way you get your bills now you know even if you own five percent of you know like horses even with Waller and those people it's sort of more affordable than the old days where syndication wasn't dreamt of you have a look yep. down and read it nearly every starter's got you know an ownership of eight or ten or more or 15 or 20 so it's more affordable it's expensive if you're on your own I mean that's only for the wealthy that being on your own particularly if you've got one in Sydney but even if you've got 5% with Waller, like with Waterford in our case, uh, you know, it's still a big thrill. You might only own 5% of the horse, but you get 100% of the thrill, let me tell you, when they get the cash. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. and, and Des, uh, in terms of winning big races here, have you have you won nearly every big race here in Mudgee? No, I haven't. No, not won the Mudgee Cup. Uh, won plenty of just restricted races, but not not many big ones. Um, I had a mare called Miss Gilliland, uh, had the track record here till about a year ago from... About 1994 or five, so 15 or 20 years, but I don't know how they timed them in those days. They might have just had an alarm clock or oh, something. Very good. So that's the race. I mean, you'd love to win big races anyway, oh, but you'd yeah, love to win a Mudgy Cup. Yeah, you would. I would, yeah, my word, I would. And because you've been involved with a Scone Cup winner. Yeah, yeah, last year. Well, that was a thrill and a half, yeah. And then going to, obviously, the big dance. Yeah, we, yeah, that was good. He didn't perform on the day, but we also had shares in Super Helpful that that ran third, so yeah. there, you know, three hundred thousand dollars for a bush horse running third at, in the big dance. You know, that's that's a, a bit of dough. It certainly is, Des. What about away from racing? So we're expecting, firstly, a big crowd here, and we're going to yep. chat with Tony about this. Uh, a lot of people in town, yep. a lot of people, and a lot of people I've noticed for the first time midweek when I've been here on weekends. There's obviously it's it's very busy. A lot of people that have come in from out of town. They're spending weekends here, but. Last night and this morning, town is town's yeah. packed. The town is we are busy. We're going through a absolute growth phase at the moment with you know renewables getting built right around our region, whether it's good or bad. That's a different argument, not for a sports radio station. So what I was just going to ask, why are they built? Why mud the mud areas? Is it because of your yeah. location to? I just think it's to location to the to the grid to the trans grid line or the high voltage line. Okay. Uh, it's not because we have any more sun uh, than anywhere else in the state or, no. or blows any more wind than anywhere else. I think it's just... Uh, this is all about the almighty dollar, Dave, this renewable business, the biggest load of garbage ever ever construed by anybody, mate. I mean, it's a train wreck. It's a train wreck, but we won't get too involved. You can talk about no, that with oh, Ray tomorrow. Yeah. Are you on Ray oh, with Ray no, tomorrow? No, I think, no, no, I don't think so, no. You can get fired up. Yes, tomorrow, yeah, you can get fired right. up, but that I guess that but the is... town is yeah, getting back. That yeah. the town is busy, and it's a funny thing about uh, the footy and racing crowd. They're they're more about you know roaming the streets, shopping, and having a bit of fun than some of the other the, you know the other tourism factors that we attract over the years. Like we do a lot of events, you know, flavors of Mudgee and different concerts and yep. 
stuff. So we are in that market, but they're good spenders. The racing in the foot, rugby league and rugby union crowd, the, the yep. footy crowds, racing crowds, which are aligned. I think you know most yep. people that go to the races don't mind going to a footy, whether it's rugby or rugby league. Mm-hmm. So the, you know it's a good marriage that I think, and the and the fact that we uh, have a Sunday meeting and a Saturday football is also good. So obviously you've got. If people are coming to Mudgee and they're just thinking about doing this as of this morning, that I'd be making phone calls straight away to try and get something because it's going to be very busy. Yeah, it is. You need to book where you're going to have a meal. Obviously, if you're coming, you've already booked some accommodation. And I think uh, you just go to one, two, three ticks for tickets or online. You get your tickets for the races and the footy. There's still plenty of tickets for the footy. Yep. It's been good. We usually get eight or 10,000 of the footy for a charity sale, which has got a bit more hype than a than an actual trial match, but mm-hmm. uh, we'll get four and a half or 5,000 tomorrow on Saturday at the footy, which is pretty good, I think. What about this year for footy? So, uh, because Vegas has sort of thrown a bit of Vegas, a span in the works. Well, on the two teams that we have deals with, uh, like the Charity Shield, Souths and, and the Dragons and, and Manly, Manly. Uh, all went to Vegas this yes. year, but next year they're not going to Vegas, so we'll be back uh, status quo next year for the Charity Shield. And, and will and Manly, Manly come here this Manly year? Or no, not yeah, this year? Not this year, no. no. no neither of because they've got obligations with Brookvale Oval they've, and they've taken one of their games uh, to Vegas, they've, yep. they've got to play, I think, nine games at, at Brookie and two or three at the Central Coast to fulfil contractual arrangements. So, yep. yeah, they had one spare game, which was to us. So this year they don't have that spare game. Um, 2025, they'll be back. What about the future? You said you were talking to some other Yeah, we've got teams. Another, another really good successful club that are really keen to come here in 25 and 26 as well. Um, yeah, so we're just continuously chipping away at NRL. We've had a, a video conference with the hierarchy at the NRL. They want to do a women's uh, magic round. You know, the men have a magic yeah. round. So in 2025, they want to, uh, which they hope they'll have 10 teams there and they wanted to know whether we had sufficient fields to... Have all the games on a like a Friday, two two games Friday night, four games Saturday, and four Sunday. That'd be sensational. Yeah, so that's that's in the pipeline at the moment. And our big uh, accommodation centre of excellence facility will be built by about the end of this year or early yep. January, which will so teams can stay there and the video conferencing room and ice baths and all that sort of. So cable. what's what's the biggest hurdle? Because you've got the field, that field, and we've heard the A League. I mean, there's a there's a sport that needs yes. a good pitch because of you know how that ball is controlled on the ground. I've heard comments from some of the best yeah. saying this is one of the best fields we've ever seen in the country. Yeah, quite regularly. We get so that. what's what's the stumbling? Is it is the stumbling block the accommodation? Uh, stumbling blocks getting teams to come out here. Yeah, I mean, okay. Like so, if you're coaching an NRL side, you're you're governed, like judged by your win-loss ratio. And for you to give a home game away, you've got to think about it pretty carefully. Yeah. So if you're the coach of Manly and you've got a home game at Brookie Oval or Four Pines Stadium, that they call it now, you're going to oh, I'd rather be staying there. I don't want to be taking me on a home game, taking my team to, yep. to Glen Willow and Mudgee. So th- that's probably A, is to convince the coach to grow the game in the bush. Um, you know, that's probably the biggest hurdle. The next hurdle is obviously they want money, is to find the money off whether through government or you know New South Wales tourism try and find the cash to, to prop them up uh, so all those things are a factor though but I think it's the win loss you know the coaches are re- you've got to have the coach on board yeah so it's not a matter of that there <clears throat> there's nowhere for them to stay or no, anything no, like they, that. It's we, more... we'll get that <clears throat> when we finish this facility it'll be 
Uh, even better, you know, the, one of the teams can stay there, so we only need one other hotel booked out for the... Because they come with a cast of thousands, like might be yeah. only 17 players, but there'd be yeah. another 17 or 20, like you exactly. need a f- accommodation for 40 people for a team. Yeah. And what, somewhere for them to eat, and they have all these dietitian requirements and all that. You know, not like the old days where we used to have a pie at half-time. No. They actually look, try and look after they themselves. They look after themselves. Yeah, nowadays. And, and I find it really interesting, and I, I did say to Laurie, albeit cheekily yesterday, <coughs> I said, well, you know, you're good mates with Madge. Maybe for the future it'd be great to see the, the Blues, the yeah, New South I'll... Wales team, or other representative teams get out too. I know that the Queenslanders do it because I've got family that live in Bundaberg. Yep. And they go to Bundaberg and they spend time in Bundaberg. Um, they did for a period and they stay there and train yeah. there and whatnot. And it's it's funny, you get off the plane in Queensland and maybe this is something that New South Wales need to, to work on as a, as a state. We need to work on... You get off the plane in Queensland, you don't see people wearing Cowboys or Broncos jerseys. No. You see them wearing Maroons right. jerseys. They love their state. And maybe it's getting back out in the bush. I, I think so. I mean, Freddie's been here on that Hogs for Hog ride uh, a couple of years ago, and we took him out to Glen Willow. He loves Glen Willow, and uh, he had he been the New South Wales coach, he promised that he would bring the state side here for their camp rather than go to Coogee. I mean, where would you want to go, Coogee or Mudgee? Like, yeah. I'm sure the players <laughs> would rather Coogee, but I think the coach would rather bring them to Mudgee yeah. because they've got all the training facilities right next to this facility we're building. So. Uh, it just ticks a lot of box, so we must get on to Madge and see if he'd right. like to bring them out here. But the the other thing that we're really keen on is the you know when the bears come back is to have the country you know, the bears, country bears, the bush yeah. bears. I mean, you know, if you're a bear supporter, which they tell me there's a couple of hundred thousand of them, yep. you know, would you be, rather be called the Papua New Guinea bears or the country bears? Of course, the country bears. You know, I they think play four games at you know North Sydney North Oval, Sydney. two or three at Central Coast, and one in Tamworth, one in Mudgee, one in Wagga, or something like. Yeah. It's got a good feel about it, I think. I mean, they've just got to get the sponsorship to prop the franchise up. That'll be the biggest hurdle, but I'm sure it's something well, worth thinking about. I tell you what, there's a lot of good, there's a lot of money in uh, regional New South Wales at well, the moment. Sure, maybe we might get Solar X or someone to get all well, the. Uh, all there's a lot of money. All those bloody solar farm, wind farms, uh, mining companies that you know want to know, have their names splashed all over a you know a bears Guernsey. It's got a bit of merit. Um, uh, I think, you know, Brian Fletcher, even though he's a CEO of Penrith, he's, he wants to grow the game like the rest of yeah. us. Uh, it's, it's, got a, it's got a bit of... Le- it's got some legs, that, I think. I think it does have legs. Well, I think it's exactly like what this is country championship series has done. And I know there's some people out there that say, why are, we, why are we going to these tracks and why aren't we going to these tracks and it's so much money we're being offered, but it grows. it grows the sport. Well, it grows the sport. More people get horses, as as we spoke yep. about, the syndication. So the the pie gets bigger and bigger and bigger. But you can't... It'll never grow unless the prize, prize money... People like to get some return on their investment. Yep. You know, you never go into a racehorse to make money, let's face it. It's, you know, it's just a... It's fun. It's an expensive hobby. But it's not as expensive as it was before syndication became involved. But it's so. not as expensive as having a boat. No, your best boat's your mate's boat. You <laughs> That's <know>? exactly right. <laughs> yeah, you don't want a boat. 